Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens One on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 365.5. Shot in a little quick with that uh, go wide button. Uh, well, it's not ready. What's going on? Hopefully, you guys had a great Easter. Turning my shit brought up. Jason Highstone, number one in chat first. What's up, Johnny Kennedy? How you doing as well? Hopefully, you guys all had a great Easter, like I was saying. Chat brought up. Still locked down under top chat. Fuck this watch on top chat. Southern BT Grower John, cheers to you. Get some of this up. Man, I'm ready to smoke down. I've been smoking down all damn day. I still can't believe. Still can't believe I had that on air brain fart there. All stony. <laughs> what up, Red Pill? What about Bob? Me all flower. Southern BT Grower, how you doing? Oh, what up, Doobie here? Seeing what is, who's going to pop on, see if I'm going to be able to do a, make this a uh, multi-task night. Yeah. We're done. Why talk for the next nearly hour and eight minutes? Oh, Jack Greenstock, what's up, Jack? What about Jack? Two people are smiling some gardens. Cheers, Jack. How you doing, man? Doing well. How you doing? Cheers. Oh fuck! I didn't wear my team shirt. Damn it. Oh man. I agree, Jack. What's up, guys? How did you guys have a fucking Good Easter. That's a group question. <laughs> Sorry, that was me, man. My bad. Too much light here. I gotta change things up here. Right, Johnny looks like an angel over there. Right, yeah. Too much light on that shit. <laughs> Let's go. It's better. So did you guys have a good day, man? I know if bending over is a thing tomorrow, it could be a struggle. Because I, I actually ate as I... I'm one of them cook, yeah. You're one of them cooks crazy. that fucking eat why I eat. Oh, no, oh, no. I'm not afraid to admit this, man. Carpenters know what the fuck I'm talking about, man. There's times, like, say you go set some trusses, man. Fucking, there's days, man, you don't want a fucking full meal the day before and have to fucking touch your toes the next day, man. It no. sounds a lot like this. Ah, fuck, fuck. Yeah, it, it sounds even worse than what you're thinking there. It plays right in, probably. Fuck. And it's you and know, it's I not back. It, it's not back it's, pain. It's it's pushing around that stomach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's never fun. It's never fun. And I've continuously ate today. 
And then even after I logged off the show, I went right in the kitchen one more time for fucking more ham and fucking sweets. So I'm on full capacity. I bet you I fucking added probably about five pounds today. Fucking just pack, pack myself today. Man, I haven't had a day like that in a long time. <laughs> I miss those days. So what do So you telling me bending over, even in even on a gardening level, isn't a problem. Even if you had to go move plants around tomorrow, you wouldn't be like, ah, fuck, I overate yesterday. This is too now much. My, I can only eat so much a day, so I, I don't have that issue anymore. <laughs> no, I know it's what you're almost, talking about, dude. Like a lasagna, like a heavy meal like that, too, like going and eating lunch during the day like during throughout the work day i always hated that because like i don't know man you get up from lunch and you can't get going again in the afternoon it's like shit man, i don't want to go take a nap eat a real heavy meal like that That's i know i hated i hated even nap. eating lunch got up around two. yeah i hated Let even eating lunch Sorry, Dad. That's okay. I'm looking for my little tool right now that I used to like stir up my bowl. I have a little dental tool that I use to <laughs> mix up the vaporizer whip between puffs. And it is MIA right now. I'm fucking not happy. I got another like glass one, but all right well let's dig into all these controversial topics how is temperature affecting this what are you saying Eagle? what are you talking about here explain it gotta start your seeds on a cold floor that's what i read in, in chat well that was to get males that's what i'm trying to wonder is it during germination is it during pollination what are we talking about are they two separate or is i'm it saying no, I'm saying, well, I'm saying basically once the seed is, you know, formed, it's locked and loaded. You know, that it's a male or female. Once that shell is formed, done, said, match, basically. That's what I believe. What I'm saying as far as where I believe that temperature or environment is going to play a key in is during conception. That night where the pollen flies and she's taking on you know, whatever pollen is brought her way, I think there's that's where the difference lies. You know what I mean? If it's a hot and say humid night where the she's gonna take on a shit ton of pollen that night because of say humid conditions, and it's gonna sit there and lie for a few minutes or even the night that she could possibly take on more traits, even sway it one way or another. You know what I'm saying? to a male conception or, you know what I mean? Even her traits that night, maybe, you know, as she mean, she's carrying more hormones to where she's more revved up than she is. You know what I'm saying? Her side of things are more genetically active. Yeah, I think that that, that could be a thing. No, I do think so too, Ego, because I heard this, like, like guys that have all daughters, like I had all girls, 
usually <laughs> they get it in a lot deeper than the guys that had boys. So I mean, I've always heard that too. So you know, I mean, I believe that's true because I had all girls. You know what I mean? And I know I get it in deep. So <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Coming from somebody who had all girls, I'm, okay, I'm just going to agree. There you go. You I'm agree. Just going to agree right? with you. Yeah, I'm just gonna, yeah. We know it's true. Then it's got to be facts. The ego had it happen, facts. and me. So I mean, it's it's got to be facts. Tumble. <laughs> I've always been looked for a good explanation <laughs> for that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one. Yeah. <laughs> Top you're gonna, of the list. You're gonna, you're gonna rest your hat on that one. That's a good hook. Right? <laughs> well. That's as far as I need to take it right there. Question, question answer. Right. I'm gonna, that's going to change Ross to Jeff's answer. He's going to be like, yeah, Eagle, I heard that he's got all daughters. <laughs> What's up, Red Hill? Hey, what's up? What's up, guys? You got now? yourself a haircut. Yeah, I did. Got a the beard trim and a haircut. Oh, yeah. I'm the only one that hasn't cleaned up yet. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like some of that stuff's anecdotal. I just don't know. Um, I wonder how you'd figure that out. You'd almost have to start tracking what temperature you pollinated at and then track the results therefore and then change. <clears throat> Seems like something easy to do, right? To, well, I guess, yeah, if you're in a controlled room environment, mm -hmm. right? Just or if you use only feminized pollen and then do it at a bunch of temperatures and then you'll find out that the temperature actually doesn't have any bearing on the pollination. That would be like the control, right? Yeah. Use fem pollen. Like Mr. Soul always talks about how the pollen is an X or a Y. If it's an X or a Y, it doesn't matter what temperature On the 20. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it is? What drives the plant to produce the male plant either to produce, uh, is it always a 50-50 ratio or is there a way to engineer the plant, the male plant, you know, to have more X pollen than Y pollen other than we know like a reversal or fem spray. I can't, I can't think of the name of the breeder off the top of my head, but I think it was on Future Cannabis Project or one of the other shows, but they were talking about, and they've done like 10,000 plus seeds. Maybe it was a uh, loud seeds or something but he was saying a lot of like the chem lines and girl scout cookie lines that he has worked with have like 60 percent or more like 60 to 70 percent female seeds where a lot of like the other lines that are like old school stuff are like 50 50 or a lot closer yeah. to 50 50 ratios hmm. and like that, that's a, over ten thousand seeds not a five pack yeah i could see fluctuations in the germ you know what i'm saying like in the next generation maybe 60 40 or whatever leaning one way even i've heard of like yeah 70 some and there was the um what was the debacle from cookie spam was that candy rain they sold like 800 packs of seeds and shit and then everybody got mails from them or it was like one in it was like a one in 30 were female or some shit like that. They were just hermeying and mutants and they were flowering. The males were flowering in solo cups like within the first few weeks and shit. Mm. Um, 
that was a just clusterfuck. There was a lot of issues with that. It was eight hundred dollars for a twenty pack, so basically four hundred for a ten pack. But you could only get them in a twenty pack. For I don't know why, but I get this chance that that wasn't an accident. Dude, I think it was. Why would they ruin their reputation and their name? Well, I did they ruin their don't... reputation? It didn't. It yes. didn't. Yeah, dude. In my opinion, and many other people, now no one's buying. Like when they well, had those overseas not, drops, not us. But I'm talking about the people that go in there to the stores and buy their stuff. But that's not what the market that we're talking about. We're talking about seed selling and breeding. Yeah, but no, they still have notoriety. They still have hundreds of thousands of millions of followers on Instagram. But that they're not known for their seed breeding and seed selling. That's a multi-million right. dollar. But industry. I'm just saying, it really didn't hurt. For, maybe for us, you're looking at it as like if you're going to go out and buy the seeds, but it didn't I'm not though. I mean, right. like anybody that Google's cookie seed, <clears throat> then they can go and find these candy rains. Okay, stores. what if they don't put the word seed in there though? They just Google cookies. Then they're not looking for the seeds, yeah. so they're not going to be paying right. 800 bucks. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Right. You're right. We were talking about the seed release they did, and they really pretty much haven't been doing that. So. Well, to me, they, well, didn't have Giga? Good, they didn't have a good Giga seed representation before them, for me, personally. Exactly, because they don't breed. All of their shit came yeah, from right. a bag seed. They tried to get into the breeding world, and all they have is females. So if you only have females, like somebody was talking about earlier, um, Phenomenal Genetics, the guy who was on the show tonight, he was saying... Oh, I'm thinking about just doing breeding with only females for a few years. And well, it sounds pretty and Mr. Soul and others are going down that road. I just think that there's problematic issues that can become a bit, you know? Yeah. But even so, I was just, that was one case I had heard of where there were like high ratio of males in that. And I've heard of too, like, you know, certain, certain people pack, you know, popping a 10 pack and they're all males or 10 pack and they're all females. 10 seeds is not a representative sample of anything. I'm sorry, but it's like pop a thousand seeds. And if you get a ratio that's 90 to 10 or something, then you have something significant, but even a thousand go through a million seeds like Breeder Steve's doing or some of these other guys. Somebody was just talking about that where like, from zero to 30 is just kind of like a very small, you know, you're not even close to it. And they were saying like, yeah, if you wanted a true representation, it was around that 900 or thousand mark. I heard 250 to find like a true recessive, 250 to 500. Reader Steve was saying like two out of 500 seeds will show recessive traits in many cases when he pops 500. So, I mean, you can definitely hunt smaller batches and find really cool stuff. But to go to the Red Pill's point about, do you think that cookies did it on purpose? No, because they're <laughs> like London pound cake and their other stuff was problematic. If you do ask news. Red Pill, I do say that they did it on purpose, though. So, yeah, so any news? I'll also, I just want to finish yeah. one point because if you talk to Subcool, he talked about how you could grow as much weed as you want. And no matter how much you grow, like, you're never going to be able to fit as much value of flour in your grow space as you could as if you made seeds and you're able to sell them for like five or 10 bucks uh, per seed. And so with that being said, they can make a lot more money, especially since they already have a 
big brand and a big name, and they're known yeah, for their they're, 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 the, they're, the they're the patient zero of that disease spreading. Everyone thinking they should go out and do the same thing. Maybe that's not a good there's a few shining, you know, gems that came out of doing that. And that everyone that wants to shouldn't be able to breed. But they're the ones that led an example for getting away with doing that. So yeah, if you ask say, Red Pill, uh, cheers to cheers me all flower. I don't need to cut you guys Morning. off, man. He was over there rolling a fucking ball bag. Cheers to you, my friend. <laughs> Coming in with Get the ballpark. That's the way you have to do it on a Monday morning. That's right. We're just we're 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 living in the future over here. Yeah, yeah. Flower, good to see you. Good to see you, Johnny. Happy yes. Easter. Yes. Happy Easter. How's the weather on your side of the land? We've had it beautiful for the last week. And today it's we're promised snow. <laughs> No. So everybody that planted everything in the last week outside in their beautiful gardens, it's going to be fucked tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. Unless you got it covered. You know, that's the truth. You know, we've had kind of two weeks of lovely weather. We kind of get year weather. If you kind of get that uh, Seattle area comes true. Yeah. So if you, you know, the weather that you had, like whatever, in the last two weeks, it kind of makes its, makes its way over. So we'll get the snow that you had last week. You know, you had your good spell and then you got your rainy. Yeah. It ends up here. So we get year rain from all the snow and all that. So yeah. happy days. Happy Easter, everyone. Happy get back to the conversation. <laughs> happy okay. Easter. Yeah. With that point, if you want to go back into the conversation, Jack, you're talking to someone named Red Pill. You think I'm not going to turn it into a conspiracy? Well, I'll, I'll say what's the conspiracy about them still selling $800 seeds from a different person out of the cookies flagship who's selling the fuck out of them? The emergency from Seed Junkie. He's selling them for $800 for a 10 pack. I, would, I wouldn't know because I'm not, like you said, I'm not interested in seeds. I don't follow up. I don't know anything about it. Not interested. Don't care. So there is a market, and I'll say um, Jiga, the guy who put out the candy rain. He deleted his Instagram for like several years since the candy rain drop. And he's been like shamed out of the community. And although cookies is still doing their thing and their business all over the world, a different enterprise than the seed making. And that guy ruined his own reputation and lost out of millions. He got that first million by doing those, you know, few seed packs for 800 bucks a drop. They were numbered. And if you did the math on like the London pound cake and the um, candy rain, it was equaled out to make him exactly a million dollars per strand if they sold mm -hmm. out. Okay, so like I mean, I I maybe I had a spidey sense. Oh. I smelled something fishy when Girl Scout cookies dropped. Right, so that's who dropped Girl Scout cookies. I I, I care so little to know, not even know. But I'm I'm saying like, are you saying that they like, dropped from seed, or are you just talking about the cut? When I when it. Uh, when the phenomenon happened, when it came into everyone's realm, they learned about it, first learned about it, and it was like, you don't know about Girl Scout cookies, so, you know, that whole thing. Uh, 
don't know what happened to light up again. Tim, he was popping in too and then fell off. Yeah. Yeah, I thought somebody was coming in. I wanted to say, Eagle, I'm not uh, opposed to your thoughts or ideas about the temperature or environment, like whether it's humidity or heat impacting the male or female ability for the pollen to stick to the plant or something. I just haven't seen or heard any data about that. Do you have any information that suggests that a hotter room would be more conducive for male pollen or a colder room or a drier room would be more conducive to male or female pollen? And do you know any of like, is, is male pollen heavier than female pollen? Where are those white papers at? I'm just curious if, because oh. you seem like you have a strong theory on this. Like you're really, really sure <laughs> if it's damper, then there's definitely going to be more female seeds. Or if, the, if it's like drier, I'm just trying to curious what direction Eagle. you think it's working in. Eagle. Or do you think that it just has some relation? Eagle, do you know the guy that, uh, the young kid that done all the, he was doing all the hemp in uh, Colorado. He's only a young kid, but he always used to come on sub show. But he had all the paperwork on all this. He'd done some serious, like, as in the 10,000 seed drop. He's only a young kid, but he'd done all the college stuff. I remember him coming from being starting in college and getting his whole thing together. But he had a lot of paperwork on the seed, as far as I know. I can't I think of his name. I can't remember who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. I can't think of his name. Real young kid. Did I know Dung Beetle spent a lot of time? No, this wasn't Dung Beetle. This wasn't Dung, no. This was another yeah, kid. I know I know what you're talking about. But I he went through college and everything and then come back just after his college and say, I've done this this year and with Sub. And Sub would keep pushing him and pushing him. Yeah. Now he's one of the he's got to be one of the big players now, because three years ago he was doing tens of thousands of acres, like you know me, or, or hundreds of acres, hemp. hundreds of acres of hemp. To be fair, those numbers in hemp are pretty like normal. Hemp is like corn, and they just grow acres and acres of it once they scale. But I think you might be talking about Mike West. I, I'm not I think, familiar with him as much from Subcool, but Mike West was on uh, Hash Church a lot. And he's yeah. pretty science-based. He do both, yeah. Yeah, that's the good. Or maybe Future 4200. He has a lot of, like, papers and stuff. Or the American one, because he's got all the white papers. You know the <laughs> American one, those papers. And crystals. Where are you? Where are you? Crystals. Crystals. Can't forget crystals. How fucking good was that? I have, to put, drawing? I have to put new shoes on Amy's aces every week. She just wants to, she's just grown out of pots. Oh, fuck, don't tell Talking me about the American one. I've got like five of those in uh, solo cups right now, so you're, you're telling me that I'm going to have to be up potting soon. i got to get those sex tests out. Yeah, they go. I like to see that. I like to see something with bigger. As long as it's not too stretchy, of course. Yeah. Cheers, Tim, if you can hear us. So, Jack, I'm not ducking your question. No, the questions just kind of popped up into my head as of late, you know, to where is it if they could. The conversation we had the other night when Chad Westport was on kind of struck the idea the in my head. If that could play uh, a factor in conception or pollination, you know, and why couldn't it? And I honestly think that it could if the temp, you know, 
not just temperature, but environment. She was struggling from one issue or another. Maybe her hormones or chemicals are in another direction or in a stronger, leaning stronger in one direction or the other to where, like, say, she's more likely to be uh, take on more of the male genetics or, say, her, her her hormones are stronger than his, blocking out more of his his Y chromosome. I mean, I think that's possible with us too as humans. You know, if I'm like, couldn't it work out to be like, say, the our environment, my mood? If I'm not as worked up in the moment and she's overactive, couldn't you know her egg be stronger than my my semen at that point and make it? You know, the chances of the conception of a female be greater. I mean, who's to say it's not? You know what I mean? That's it's it's a good question. And if anything, I don't have the white papers, but I'm willing to look into it. And it's already it's already tricked you guys into looking it up yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> Making you search for a little knowledge one way or another. So you know, a question is a question. We're all striving for an answer here. So it's it's more of a conversation. I'd like to know the answer. I'm going to look into it. I haven't had time to research anything. You all called my bluff in the middle of a show as I'm trying to like... <laughs> and again, I'm not that guy usually either where I feel the need to like, pull this up right now. But I seen it going pretty heavy in chat. I was like, ah, I got to... I want to see if I can find it can't be that hard. And, you know, uh, I still don't think it's that hard to find out some research. It's definitely not going to be cannabis related, but I'm sure there's some kind of research out there that is, you know, has been done as far as pollination and temperature with plants in general. Yeah, do other, do other dioecious plants, male and female uh, plants that make separate male and female seeds? Do they do the same exact thing? Are they all influenced to do more or less of 50-50, maybe a little, give or take 5%, you know, either way. But it's kind of weird. A lot of sometimes dioecious plants in, in the wild, you just find like <laughs> a female plants growing and you'll find maybe one male in a book, like a bush of like 10 females. So what happened there? Were the female seeds just better at germinating? Or did the pollination that happened the year before have more female pollen in the air? Okay, here it comes, guys. Here comes the real conspiracy theory on this. I'm going to fucking turn it up a notch on you guys. Ah! Ah! Wait. If the, lines, if the lines weren't foggy enough, now we as we, we take in this matter, and it's a question of you know how the plant feels, environment all that good stuff we've talked about in organics i'm bringing you in here smiling we talked about organics and how we think plants can possibly communicate through the micro network uh through the ground in general so if we have you know a, a large acreage of plants cannabis plants do you think it's possible possible that they could communicate through the soil, through that man, through that male, and go, you know, we're we're female dominant here. 
we need a male with a stronger seed. You know what I mean? We need to make more male seed. You know what I mean? Can that be teleported into the soil? I think so. That man I up? think so. I yeah. think those. I think the mycelium down there is just dancing around, talking to each other all yes, the time. Yes, mycelium. Yeah, but you see, yeah, but it's fucking. How how can that happen if the seed when you plant it, they all grow at the same time? They, they wouldn't. They're, 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 yeah. well, I, okay, so they're not going to germinate at the same time, but mm -hmm. by the time the other ones know that they're female, or, or I'm I'm kind of just. Okay, so we can determine, are we going to say then that seeds determine from beginning or is it from when you pop it? Like from when the plant makes it or from when we decide to germinate? Uh, as of this very moment, as of this very moment, um, I'm led to believe that the seeds are the way that they are, you know, at germination, male or female. There's no way to influence it past the point of germination what what we what we'd like to know is if there's a way of influencing it in pollination so we're beyond the temp at germination thing so we're on the pollination yeah. totally i just want to clarify because that makes i don't so know the government should pay for like, it. okay so what about the guys so back to the example though of like the guy that only has boys or the guy that only has girls smileys that's different that's a completely different subject because I know for a fact and the reason I asked Eagle the question is because I thought maybe he did some research and he found some information like I'm about to tell you about humans. If you take a human sexuality class or a health class, they'll tell you oh, in boy. modern day at least semen XX or the X gamete, which is passed on by the man who decides whether it's going to be a male or a female because the woman only has an X to give, right? So just like a female plant, she only has an X to give. The male determines whether it's a boy or a girl the y because if you look at a y versus an x where it has all four little lines it's literally larger uh the x than the y so it's heavier so if you spin it in a little um device and you only want to have female gir like girls you take the sperm that sinks down to the bottom if you only want boys you take the sperm that floats up to the top because it's lighter so when you spin it Literally, the weight. So there's a hundred percent of the Jack. male is at the top, a hundred percent of the females at the bottom. Jack, have you so done a, any of these experiments yourself? No, I haven't. This is just scientifically known fact. Obviously, I don't work in a, a sperm lab or anything, but I know people. So my buddy, you've done it upside down. <laughs> you sure you haven't done it upside down? <laughs> there are known like breeding males that will jump up and down have all female products and they're, like prized in the industry because they, that's the goal is to have a female snake at the end the <laughs> and that's where Tim <laughs> got me in the laughter I don't know female snake <laughs> the, uh, but yeah like at the end of that I mean, excuse me I'll be right back I gotta use the bathroom like to have a breeding male that always has a daughter is a thing for, for that realm anyway. so i don't know I'm, I'm 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 my mind's going to some crazy, uh, uncontacted tribe where they have rites passages where for female fertilization they need you know they need Man, more males. you know what we're talking about 
it, it just led to women being spun around like a pinwheel until they have male babies. <laughs> I see where you're going, but still, no, that's man, what I'm I mean, saying. Like, they, they need to jump up and down. That's what I'm I saying. I think they it's on the male side. I get what Jack's saying, like bringing that axe. Like, and I don't think they change after they're in the because it, I just don't see how that could be possible either or temperature related, but I don't know. Or an indentation on a seed. In my opinion, it's determined from the day that that seed was made, just like you were talking about with the, the sex of the male. Like it knows I'm a male and I'm going to throw either 50-50 male and female pollen or 60-40 or 70-30. But I mean, because my genetic lineage is made up of other genetics. Like when you talked about there is a one female or one male in a field full of females. Mm -hmm. So if you look into guys like CSI Humboldt who works with a lot of land race stuff, he'll tell you that land race is messy. It has perms, it has rags, it has stuff selfing, it has literally everything. So when you have all that going on, there's gonna be not just rags, there's also femmes. So when you have a bunch of that happening, there's gonna be more females than males, just because some of those options, there's not like an option that's gonna make only male seeds to my knowledge without chemicals. Like that yeah, in Pakistan, they are in Af Afghanistan, they have to clear the fields. They don't, you know what I mean? Same in Morocco, they clear the fields, they plant the seed, and then they go and they till, like, thin it out, take all, take the males. Because the course is first to show. Yeah. But that's, you know. To prevent no... seed, though. But if, if it's left untouched, yeah. that's all I'm saying is there's. Yeah, but even they, they'll take out stragglers as well. They eliminate other plants that are not, you know, that they're not going to make. They kind of know the genetic that they're looking for, the, the that phenotype, and they know the weaker ones in there from growing for years and years. They just know. I agree with that 100%. But the topic that we're kind of talking about is like whether it's male or female, there's always going to be a tendency to lean more towards the females because you have Hermes and stuff selfing. And when there's selfing plants, you'll get 100% female. Like Smiley was talking about with the snake it's a feminized seed or a feminine seed. It's going to be either a female or a herm. It's not going to be a male. It might look like a male because it'll herm so fucking bad, but it's going to be a female. So that pushes the ratios up above 50. It's going to be 50% male or less. So you're going to have 50% or more female. <laughs> how, did, how did Candy Rain Guy do it? I call them males. Their stuff was just so hermed out because it was cookie crossed into cookie. So you have really recessive things that are hermy so crossing into hermy gets more hermy. So everything that they had was had really not males. It was hermy. Pops that were all male. So you know what? I mean? How many all seeds males. though? Ten, five. Ten. That's ten bad luck. That's called gambler's fallacy. You could go to the casino and they could go ten out of ten black in a row, and then it could be ten out of ten black in a row again, and ten out of ten black in a row again. It doesn't happen often, but it can happen. So. I understand your representation of the human egg and sperm there. But again, I'm going to fight on the fucking leg that it depends on her, basically. You know, that egg, that the surrounding defense of her, her shell there. You know, if them holes are more porous to where my X chromosomes are can fucking fly through there and she's blocking off more of the Y... You know what I mean? Chances are good. 
Yeah, but, but there's yeah, a couple of hundred sperm as well. I'm still going to have a female. But, like, say she's, even though my count's more X, they're still in her egg, is say, like, weak, or their defenses are, like, there's a good chance, even though I'm more X dominant, that one of my fucking drunk fucking Y chromosomes can cartwheel through her fucking defense there and be the winner. You know what I mean? There's always that fucking odd. I, you know I agree I mean? with you, Eagle, and I want to add something. Like Maybe it's not heavier versus lighter. Maybe it's larger versus smaller. Maybe the smaller pollen can get in. Maybe a, a male pollen is smaller. The way that it actually but works if you talk it, to a botanist. If that's being said, so, and again, you have a pistol been tested and a yet, pollen grain. You would be able to tell just by looking at his his offering if he was going to throw you know, a male or a female just by looking at what he's, you know, his pollen. <laughs> You know, if they were down and to size. Can. I, I got well, to say Go ahead. Eagle, you got to say what, Red? Oh, for for human's sake, uh, I'm going to keep comparing uh, humans to plants. Maybe it's not close enough analogy. But uh, X and Y, you know, a male is X and Y, right? Not, not double X, right? Yeah. Okay. So everybody has an X, and the Y comes from the male, like I was talking about earlier. Right. But the a, male a, gives a, either an X or a Y. A, a male is an X and Y chromosome, me or you, right. or boys. Because the female always gives the X. Right. So that's X, why X I, is girl, X Y right. is boy. So okay, we either give so a Y chromosome or an X chromosome. In, in, in human sake, that's why males still have nipples. Right. We all got nipples. Right. So is that the same thing? Because we're X and Y, we're not YY. There's no YY. That'd be like so. saying all, all males have pistols and, and they don't. Some males have pistols and some don't. <laughs> You're just poo-pooing everything tonight. <laughs> I'm just trying to say, you know. But what you're talking about with the men having nipples is then they're not being functional, like for reproductive yeah. purposes. But but is is there ever been a, per, a person out there with the YY? Are there any YY people walking around? Is there YY? Would that be have, would that you be functionally have to have an X. Well, you could throw in uh, the super male as uh, what? Because in rare cases, they have the extra chromosome. It's like XXY, people that are like intersex. That's as common as people that have red hair. It's a lot more common than people think. You just don't notice it because we usually when people get circumcised. Yeah, we whatever, always keep that a secret. Most people don't even know. Like a lot of people that take genetics classes, they won't test you for XX or XY because so many people don't actually align with their outward appearance and, and physical representation. So beta males are just XXYs. <laughs> Perhaps. Speaking of beta males, I'm out. Uh, it's been fun. Jibber jabbering with y'all. I got a super early morning. <laughs> My beta ass has to get up and go to fucking work. So have a good night, y'all. Peace and love. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for popping Happy up, Easter. I was going to say, Jack. I see my grandson yesterday. He knows where his boobs are now. He goes like this. <laughs> nice. He found them. It's like there's things right here. <laughs> oh. No, the girls are over there teaching him. Where's your boobs? Where's your ears and all this thing? So yeah, now he knows his boobs are. So. Oh gosh, I hope he doesn't refer to him as.
boobs. I know, right? That's what I was getting on him. I'm like, those are. Oh lord! Oh, oh, he shows his muscles though. He'll go like, I'll go like this. Show your muscles, and he'll go. Where's your pecs? <laughs> those are called pecs, and I'm mad. Right, man. That that all went over more serious well, and further than I, I thought it would ever be. Yeah. Man. Which strikes the con which strikes the, the question to me. Are we take do we take our cannabis too fucking seriously? <laughs> well I gotta say when yeah, I when funny. I when I put a lady in with a man, I drop it about a foot and a half before I put her in there. So she's in shock when I put that dude in there. So she's disorientated, she can't make her mind up. So when the guy goes in there, he's got no problems. Yeah, well, that's so basically like warming time. her up first. <laughs> it sounds more really like grief than anything. <laughs> we don't. Come <laughs> man, I'm just throwing a wrench in there, man. I I don't do that. <laughs> it was fun though. <laughs> I hope so. I've heard. Listening to Marvin Gaye during can as you know increase increases conception almost every time. Some little Marvin Gaye or some that old fucking love music. Oh yeah, very white, very white. That deep, yeah, that deep voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta throw some of that in there to make the difference. Some of that seventies music. Oh, too serious. You know what time it is, girl. <laughs> yeah, so I made me a medicated chicken dinner again tonight. I sauteed uh, some mushrooms up and two tablespoons of uh, medicated butter, and then I sauteed some. Holy shit. And I sauteed some, <laughs> and I sauteed some uh, chicken up and uh, it's extra chromosome time. Oil, and then I I did some, uh, and then I oh shit I can't even think after that. <laughs> that was good. Good food. <laughs> Uh, uh, I just had uh, some uh, beef roast and potatoes, but I did. It was real nice out where I was at, so we got to light up the fire. The uh, goddamn wood burner. Sorry, you blank on what it is. Wood burner. And I'm hoping to be done with the wood burner here right soon here. We're right out of that, that, that time where I'm almost done burning it. Yeah, I've had to turn on my swamp cooler. It's been so hot. Yes. <laughs> 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 
You know, I built a, a little outside garden and uh, walked out a few a few days back and I saw a bunch of footprints in there. Like there was something hopping around inside the uh, bed, you know? And I'm thinking, well, what the heck? I haven't even put any dirt in it yet. It's just the box with plastic around it. So uh, here last night, this morning, I grabbed a. Only got like a, maybe cold. two or three centimeters, but. <laughs> I found a bird in there. There's a, a little baby bird that fell out of a nest that's stuck inside my box. But put so water you, in it. You have a new pots. best friend? No, I don't have a best friend. I'm just trying to figure out how to get it out of there without her or without it getting killed, you know? I, I figured you'd had some one of those like uh, whisper tendencies and you like just touched it and like broke, or, you know, it healed its wing and it flew away magically. No, nah, I, I tried I tried that with the rake, but it didn't work. Oh. So, Mr. Tim, it's been a minute since you popped in. How's the garden looking? You're muted. Okay. Yes, it is. I'm going to answer that real quick. Yes, it is possible to reverse males, John Gorski. There's a different chemical they do that with, and it's and it somehow poisonous if you smoke it. So you can male, see its female expression, smell it, all that, but you don't want to smoke it after you do that, I guess. That's as much as I know about it. Uh, yeah, there's no way to turn a male into a female and get to harvest it at the end but you it's a a whole nother level on one thing. if you have a few males you can't decide between and you want to reverse them and they'll tell you way more about it you know they'll start developing calyxes and uh more more typical type of trichomes that you ordinarily would find so say if you got like uh like some Afghani hash plant seeds, right? You could reverse the males and then find the ones that have those, uh, you know, more dominant hash producing abilities. Also get them lab tested too, if you wanted to. So red, is there a way to actually tell by looking at a seed whether it's a male or a female? Can okay, you predict what, what it's going to be? Well, I don't know. Without the help, without the aid of crystals, I don't know if you could do that. But oh, you had to go there. Yeah, I heard if you put a <laughs> magnet, if you put a magnet over them, the girls will spin left and the boys will spin right. Oh, dude, I'm going to try that. And it's just after the show's over, I'm going to try it. <laughs> hmm. what, what I do know is a few years ago, uh, uh, Vader OG actually did that whole myth of 
looking at the end of the seed and if there's like a little volcano or some other uh one one of the formations is called a volcano the other one i forget what it's called but if you look at seeds they have some little marking on them and there was a rumor going around like the volcano ones were supposedly either male or female and the other marking ones are male male or female so there it was like supposedly some easy identification just looking at a seed being able to any and an any and an Audi. That's pretty good. Uh, but he, he had an uh, HD camera and he took a picture of each seed. Like he took a picture, I forget how many seeds, it was like 50 seeds. But a zoomed in picture and like said, okay, these are all the volcano ones. These are all the innies, here are all the Audis. And then they, he germinated, germinated them and then went back to it and said, well, then let's see if all the ones that were volcanoes or innies or Audis are supposed to be male and female like they're supposed to. And I don't think he ever made a second follow-up video. He just kind of uh, uh, told people what the results were if they he asked, if you asked him that question. But uh, I, I do know he did that. I think he said it wasn't conclusive enough. Like he's saying like what, what we're all saying. And it's, you know, probably have it's to do with housing seeds. Right. And housing yeah. seeds. Yeah, yeah. Of each strain, then. Yeah, that's yeah. He only did one cultivar. I think it was only like fifty Whoa. seed. Well, I, I I heard somebody say that uh, the more round the bottom where it comes off of the uh, off the stem, the Audi. Yeah, I don't know if it's Audi or not, but the more round it is, mm -hmm. it's more apt to be a female more looking like an eyeball which is like that rather than round right right then it would be more apt to be a male is what i was told so that's completely different than what you were saying any and Audi, but i've never even heard that part <laughs> i just sound like I, belly I didn't come that was me all flower that got no i just said it as a kind of a belly button yeah yeah one. no that makes belly sense good. though volcano or you know, in here, Audi, definitely. You know, that makes sense. I'm going to use it because I've had, had loads of kids. <laughs> yeah, that's layman terms right there. Yeah. Can, can you, uh, like, like make a partial, you know, can you, like, you know, make like a asterisk for this uh, title of this wormhole? And then it's like the, the health class or sex ed fucking wormhole. See, see no, sex ed. don't. Yeah. Bean Ed. Bean Even Ed. mentioning certain words, it could get you flagged on this. Thing. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah. no, of course, don't really do that. Title is How to CRISPR. Yeah. <laughs> if you could get the American one in with these papers. No, we didn't. Send out that crystal. All day too. He was in chat, but he missed his show earlier, and now he's not on. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, we can't he wasn't on, on the show. show. He wasn't on with Jack last night either, was he? I don't know. Or I should say last night, year, evening. <laughs> I don't think he typically is on on Sunday nights, so. Chad, oh, it seems like he kind of crashes early or something. Because he does that cheap home girl one too. So. 
Yeah. I'm going to say Jack. cheers. Cheers. Four oh two, not four twenty. Dyslexic fuckers. It all works, doesn't it? <laughs> so, uh, Smiley, I think uh, in the case of both Earth boxes here, I think I may revenge uh, one of those orange bosses in. I'm, I'm I've left enough on the one to revenge in that earth box, but I'm not sure if I'm going to. You know what I mean? I'm still in the kicking around phase on that. But I believe what I'm going to do with the other box, regardless, is uh, just compost the, the top of them, you know, with maybe an inch or two of uh, some, like, dairy do compost, and then uh, run them again. Yeah. Uh, as is. You know, just cut out, just basically cut out the plant, leave the roots, and then, you know, put another plant in there, compost, and then uh, veg her for a minute and then run her again as is. Yeah. I mean, I'd add some amendments to it, but definitely um, you can do that. So I, I would suggest still adding some kind of an oyster shell or a lime or something. So, what are your thoughts on like the soil that uh, the? Uh, I guess it might as well be public as it could be about this point. There's more soil in the garden that's ever been here. If you want to, well, again, I guess if you want to call it so soil, but of course, right now there's of course what's left is the smiley earth box, which would be reamended and run again, and then. Uh, the M3 mix is floating around now. Four pots of that. And then there's four pots of the dairy flour, or the dew flour, which is an organics mix. And then there is four pots of the smoking growth tomatoes. And we're actually even thinking about I need my adding the Detroit mix now. in with it as well. <laughs> so, there's going to be some narrowing down of brands, but what are your thoughts on what I, because you, when I sent you the picture originally of the flower, you kind of asked me why I chose that one or the other. Yeah, yeah. And without, right off the top of my head, you know, having all the answer for you, it was more because of the bone meal and the extra additives in the flower, do. Now, the, the smoking tomatoes is more just kelp and herb worm castings. How big a flavor do you think there's going to be from the one that has the bone meal, the blood meal, and all that good shit? Do you think the smoking growth tomatoes stripped down with the castings and the kelp meal is going to be able to compare side-by-side uh, side with the, the flower dew? I, honestly, I don't know either anything about either one of those. I haven't had a really good tomatoes was their quote-unquote water-only kind of cannabis mix that was kind of like the step up and they have their own garden line but that was supposed to be a higher amendment but i agree with you i mean going into flour that uh 
is a little better mix, I guess. I don't know. It seems like they'd be good mixed together because if one's more leaning towards one way and one's the other one, it sounds like you can make super soil mixing. Yeah. I'd have to look, Ego. I'll look into it a little more. Try to get back to it. <laughs> I thought they had those pretty highly. I thought when I seen the smoking tomatoes, it was like right along the lines with like the M3 and all them where they had the whole... <laughs> Like they were in a contest to put more ingredients on than the other guy did or something. It could be, it could be something to along that effect there. You know, but I've always heard, you know, even today in the Coots mix, they brag up, you know, the kelp meal. You know, he says, you know, the kelp's got all the, what, 88 or 87 minerals and whatnot in it, which is makes it a roundabout. You know what I mean? A nice, healthy addition. And the earthworm castings, which is, you know, two two of the Kurtz Coots mix, basically. You know what I mean? So is that enough to compare with some of the, you know, big hitters in the other soil? Because, like they were saying, you know, in the super soil mix, the blood meal, the whole meal, all these other additives have been, you know, key to dank flower, you know, or least heavy in the ingredients list to uh, a dank soil for a dank flower. So I, that's what I'm curious to know. It's just the bare minimum, the, the kiss effect of what's listed on the pack will produce, you know, as good as the, like the beefier list on the dude. It sounds kind like of one that's got the one. The one that has worm castings and kelp sounds like it might burn out faster. It doesn't sound like it's not a bad mix, but it, I don't think you could take it from uh, first wheat or first day of flower all the way to harvest just water. The one with the bone meal and the blood meal is probably be more likely to be better for you know the whole flowering cycle. They were both uh, labeled for flour, too. Uh, sorry, Smiley. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just looking on the Smoking Tomatoes website, and it looks like they have three mix or multiple mixes that says, number one, you use the seed slash clone mix. Step two, mix the veg blend. And then step three is their super bloom mix. And then they got an extra boost compost kicker to go with it. So I don't know. Maybe so yeah, that see, I didn't build up. You know what I mean? I didn't build up. You know, from their stages up through. Maybe I they took, you know, that's what I'm thinking. Is the cocoa? It. it says it's ready to transplant into. That's one of the chose factors too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I even asked before. I'm like, well, these are coming from a, a veg that's pretty much in a cocoa with some type of worm castings in it. You know, can I put my plants directly into this veg for a few days and then throw it in the flower and then label? And they both said, yeah, you can take off from the plant. Don't you usually use three pots? No matter, you know, you're, you, you have what from, uh, what, what do you start with? And then you a go one from to a, one. Yeah. Usually like a soul cup to a one 
to a three to a fucking uh, ten. So a four well, sometimes transplant. Well, your last two, I would say, how long does it stay in that three before it goes into the ten? Two weeks, maybe two and a half weeks, depending on how you know, how quickly the growth, the, obviously the growth of the plant dictates well, the transplant. If you did have all three of those bags and you still wanted to go up in pot size like how you normally do, I would do the pure seed and clone bag in, you know, solo cup. And I'd do a 50-50 in the one gallon of that kelpin worm castings with that so seed mix. And then I feel that, this the, should be said too. In this instance, I don't mean to cut you off, Rick, but I just feel like this is a heavy factor now that I'm thinking about it. In this instance, uh, they, all of them, because of I've been fucking slacking on chores, uh, are uh, pretty decent sized plants. More like this size that are going now. They're they're actually going from uh, a one to the ten. So okay. I feel like there's a lot of nutrients. You know what I mean for the flower. Mm -hmm. It's more or less for me that, the root spreading out before. Excellent. That is a big factor because that if you can do it in one less pot size, then yeah, that's what I would say is just go from either that one or the three whatever you're going to do into the 10 and just do that uh, kelp and worm castings in the first pot and then your final pot do uh, the uh, bone meal and blood meal mix. Because it does sound like, it does sound like that one that you have is their like secondary bag, right? It's not the super uh, bloom. No, the it's no, it's not the additive, it's not the kicker, but it's the, definitely their flower as far as the smoke and grow tomatoes goes. And the other one is a flower dude. The only one that's like the multi purpose in, in this one so far is the M3. The M3 is the one that's like through all stages. Yeah. Maybe need some help later on. Well, I guess it would probably have to come down to a side by side then, right? Right on, right on. And here's yeah. another key factor in what's going on right now is too, is uh, and I think unfortunately, well, Smiley, we've talked about Detroit off the air, you know. Locally for me, that's one of the one was one of the more expensive ones. And uh that might just be, you know, a source thing. You know what I mean, as we talked about. But this is a key factor, too, is what I'm looking at in all these mixes is what how they how they're going to look come next. You know, like this, I, I don't, I'm telling you right now, is this M3, as good as it may do, I don't like the structure of this shit already. I don't like all the heavy perlite, none of that. You know what I mean? It may... This, I'll use it this run, but I, I don't care for the structure of that. Now, these other ones I bought, the tomatoes and the farmer dude, the, were more of a nice structure, less perlite, but it was more airy, not a little more shit I want to see the next run. And, it, you know, something I feel I can keep adding on to for, you know, 
next round, if I think aeration is going to be a problem, I could add stone or something. I'm not necessarily locked into that perlite, mm -hmm. and it's going to be there forever. You know, I, I feel like I have more options with the other two next round, where this M3 is just, for me, it's probably a one and done, and I'll be working on those. So that's another factor I'm looking at at these is if will I be able to use it or recon recondition it next another time because if i'm going to go to if i'm going to work towards soil i'm going to honestly you have to reuse it yeah being able to reuse it and you know being something that's i've just cut out a factor a cost factor you know what i mean that's so, mm -hmm. so that's one angle of it as well um i do know what you mean i i think uh i don't know from experience man i think it's really it's really a lot more challenging than what I thought originally trying to run multiple cycles out of the same soil, especially in it. And a lot of it had to do with maybe pot size. I didn't have enough media or whatever. So I get it. People do it and whatever, but it's in my situation, it was, I found it to be more of a challenge than I originally thought it hit all the nutrients, right. By doing dressing when I don't really know what happened to that soil the last time and now now say I'm on my fifth or sixth or seventh run you compounded that you know what I'm saying especially like the way I was doing it I was repeating I was real repetitive with you know this this round I'm going to add crab meal and kelp and this round I add this and I had it down real repetitive well each round when you're doing the same like that then it's you know what I mean if you were off you're just off and a little more the next time and a little more the next time and a little more the next time. So I don't know. It's, it's hard, man. I mean, it's, I don't have all well, the, this is what I'm saying. I, like, I don't know. I've been using my soil for over a year. I just keep adding soil into it since it's getting a little bigger, you know, but every time I take my soil, well, the last, the last couple of runs that I've been doing here, I've actually just dug a hole in the pot that I've been using and then transplant the, the next pot into it and going that way. And just, uh, just the other day, I took one of my pots out and dumped it just to see what it was like. Jeez. And that thing was completely full of roots. So it would it had used up basically all the soil that was inside that media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was used up. And and I chopped it up out into my uh into my little um, bin that I have. And now what I do at this point is I will add um some leaves that were dried up that I used that I've dried up and I blended to a dust basically. And then I add that into the mix. And then I add uh, my tomato vegetable um, organic mix that I have from, um, gosh, I can't remember what it is. Mother Earth or something like that. 
and and then I, I mix that into it, and then I add a a, a couple of uh, probably about eight cups of earthworm castings into it, mix it up, and then I let that sit for a few months. And sometimes I'll put some steer shit into it too. If I'm gonna Ooh. let it sit for a while, I'll let it, uh, you know, if I'm gonna let it sit for a minute and just cook, I'll put some steer shit into it. So it, it just come kind of revigorates it. That's kind of how I go about it. Because I'm reusing all of my soil. I've never thrown any of my soil except once. <laughs> I threw a whole plant and everything out into my, my garden or my trash can pot and everything. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> but that's how I do it. No, I, I get that, Johnny, and that's and that's fine. And I'm not trying to cut it down at all. I'm just saying that's still a guess in a lot of ways. So completely because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Right. Well, and none of us do without <laughs> any kind of testing. That's all I'm getting at is like, really, that's the only answer unless you're trying to guess, especially on a, on a perpetual. And, and I know there's a lot of people in there, too, that are doing it. I get it. But I'm just saying, like, I'm learning a lot from trying to. I don't want to use the term like push the plant, but I want to try to hit, you know, what I mean, a maximum yield of what my potential is. And if I run a, and I'm running similar cultivars under similar lighting, and if I see a 20% decrease in the yield from that cultivar, that's kind of an alarming thing. You know what I'm saying? So like, I get it. That's not everybody's goal, but I, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying it's harder to achieve that consistency round after round than what I originally thought and what's originally spread around the YouTube. Yeah. There's a lot of Sounds stuff I've learned that it doesn't work, that's getting sold as it works, and it doesn't work. I can tell you I tried it, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't work. Like, I don't know. Like, it rice holes like don't work. It's, if it, it doesn't work. No rice holes? No on a rice hole? Multiple cycle. I mean, it works for things, but it's going to disappear. So, you hmm. got to plan on that. That's all, you know? Well, yeah, if if, if you use it up, it's got to be replenished. I mean, that's just the law of, you know. But that nature. got me. That got me initially, Johnny, because that was a heavy part of my aeration on, on one of my original soil mixes, because that was a popular recommendation that was going around on the internet at that time. Nobody really talked about the fact. It was, that it was out with the perlite, in with the rice holes. Right. Yeah. It was pretty much like that. You know. So work great first round second round whatever but by the third but it broke round, down right did i couldn't get shit going on in there and i'm not trying to cut anything down i'm just trying to speak from experience and reality of the well now i ran and now, you know what i mean at a situation like that when your rice holes break down what what do you do do you re put your stuff out onto a a mat remix it you gotta do something and, to get it and, on is that when you do it? Is that when you do your 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 soil test and basically and figure when I was what exactly it means and then reamend it? That's when it dawned on me is when I was transplanting because I was digging into it, and then it was like this slimy, nasty like worm casting, all compacted like, you know what I'm saying? It was weird. It was like 
it wasn't like digging through soil it was more like peeling your fingers through like butter almost kind of thing it was like a hard butter it was weird like that's that. weird it was yeah. like clay yeah it was a lot like that but i mean that was all the peat moss broken down too and i had worms in there like all that shit breaks down that's what i'm saying so like on a longer cycle the reason like Leighton talks about like horizons the way he does and using sand silk clay is because that shit's not going to disappear on you after your second run or your third run it's mm -hmm. built to go the long distance and that's all i'm getting at is if you're going to be multiple running multiple runs there's a lot more planning and thought that should be gone into the medium you're going to choose to use that's all i'm saying like because there, there are things that develop after so many runs you know what i mean I've, I've been thinking about that lately and as much as i i grew up i, I won't say well as, as much as i got used to amend amended soil and super soil mixes like how eagle said if you want to go down that road the, the best economical and resourceful thing to do is reuse that soil but then we just go into the conversation we just had and then it's the inevitable inevitability that even if you don't want to or don't like it, the best solution is the sand, silt, and clay. You know, at least to today's knowledge, until someone figures out better techniques. But like I'm saying, I'm I'm dealing with that now. Like even now, I don't, I've never built a sand, silt, and clay uh, soil structure. You know, I'm going to have to if I want if I want that. You know longevity out of it but see now like alex hardy was on and he he's an advocate for perlite you know what i'm saying and i'm not he's got his reasons for that too and it makes sense to me you know what i mean i understand why he likes that or uses that but yeah it's just for me it's not something i want but i don't know <laughs> i don't know that mine's the best way either that's the other side of it it's just so me Dude, flower, what I, I wanna, think I want to drag you in when here. When I, hold on. When I think okay, about well, necessarily well, amending it, I'm not necessarily thinking about keeping it in the same pot multi-runs. To me, I'm honestly thinking about honestly doing it like I always kind of do it. Take out, I've got, you know, tubs over there, boom, right where, you know, they're stacked in each other right now to where I pull out these cocoa pots, you know, after so many runs, they go outside, but, you know, second run, they go right over there to that tub. I fucking take the fucking rake to it and beat out the root ball and make, you know, fluff it all up and reuse that cocoa again. And that's basically what I'm thinking about with this dirt, you know, except the same thing, maybe throwing earthworm castings with it, maybe amending, mending it slightly and whatever, if it needs to be aerated in some way, just then so well, be it, you know what I mean? Kind of working it, not necessarily keeping in the pop of building and flipping as I go along and kind of utilizing like I see even with the chunky cocoa system now. It, when I when I transplant with the chunky cocoa, I make sure there's a, a couple two inches of just chunky on the bottom, so it's got somewhat of like these guys have talked about now. It's up out of 
it's aerated on the bottom. It's up and out of the nut, doesn't have wet feet. But in soil, I obviously can't use, or I don't think I can use the, the chips in the same manner. I think at that point, it will be more gravel or, you know, fucking something in the bottom crystals. of the pots. Yeah, okay, crystals and crystals. I've been thinking about it. You know, I'm, I'm going to see the market for crystals, see if I can. Then a, a fresh soil over top of whatever on the bottom, the aeration on the bottom, a fresh amended every time, but so, not necessarily a laid out horizon. I think it's a little like you're so. going to be in a bed, you know, and not taking the soil out, or if we're in pots, you know, we're, we're kind of lucky that, you know, uh, most cannabis's life cycle is basically 10 weeks. The two weeks you put it in that final pot and the eight weeks you flowered for, general, right? And depending on what kind of pot you put it in, how vigorous you have roots, like in Johnny's case, you take that root out at the end and, it, you know, almost all that soil is pretty much gone. There's soil on the inside from where those uh, roots were circling around at. But that plant ate good. It's, it's entire life, you know, and then you do the whole thing where you have, you know, whatever, 12 root balls. So my thing would be kind of the same, same thing with the, either uh, macerating it or chopping it up or raking it apart, apart. And then I always wanted to get one of those tumbler composters, big, fancy, insulated, really nice uh, manufactured ones. And then do the, put those, broken up root balls in the tumbler and then uh, follow the 70-30 carbon nitrogen thing, right? And just make my root balls into compost. And then I would continue making new batches. This is, like I said, philosophy in containers, not in a, a bed. I would make new batches of super soil or amended soil and then do a horizon thing like we're talking about or a layered thing and put my uh, <laughs> put my rose quartz and my citrine crystals on the bottom. They're dense and heavy, so they're not going to move and go nowhere. The, the whole middle stack or the big part is going to be the super soil. And then like a two inch layer on the top is going to be that top dressed root ball uh, and compost that I've been making. So it's going, it's full circle to, Root balls are getting turned into compost and being top dressed on new pots of their uh, ants, you know, from their baby ancestor family tree. Mr. Tim, I just wanted to say that uh, thank you for showing that garden there. No, I was looking there while you showed off the garden. Thank you for showing. It was looking pretty good, my friend. Yeah, I just got to start it back up. It took a while to get going after that uh, powdery mildew. Well, actually, I took a few months off and uh, didn't do jack shit. And, you know, went to bed normal and stuff and <laughs> hung out with the wife and things. And yeah, so did a clean and then just got lazy there. Kind of enjoyed not having the responsibilities. So ended up stretching a little further than it should have. But yeah, just getting back up and going. Looking good. Looking good. Glad to have, see you back up and rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it went a little longer than it should have, uh, but 
you know, there was, I guess, I don't know, it was a long time ago that I was on the show, but uh, with medication and trying to get things all figured out and stuff with the doctors and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Time just sort of ticks by. So, yeah, I just want to come on and say hi, and I'm still around. <clears throat> so, didn't want to let you think that uh, I'm not. Good to so. know you're not a scared, Sam. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's good to see you. I, I just creep it around mostly lately, but uh, yeah, it is what it I is. I felt you. Felt you creeping around, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some days you just don't feel like talking, right? Yeah. Drop the high and, you know, make sure there's a wrench or two in the chat and, uh, you know, take it easy and do your stuff, right? Listen to <laughs> the background. Appreciate you, brother. And hi to Weedus 207, and I've seen your comments, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm slow to type back. Hello, everybody else out there in, in uh, late, late 1978. Oh. About that uh, soil thing there, I went downstairs. I knew I had a note somewhere. Uh, well, isn't soil actually 17% clay, 13% silt? About forty percent sand and twenty percent organic matter. Isn't that pretty much a recipe? Like, um, so I mean, I I started at what I started to do is add uh, bags of sand, traction sand for four dollars and ninety nine cents. And you look at it; it's all different kind of crushed sand and gravel in there, and. Uh, yeah, so I've been adding that to my soil to make it a little heavier uh, to hopefully make it last a little longer. I mean, I still still ticked off that I, had, I threw all that soil out, 2,000 liters of soil out when I got that PM. You know, so anyway, to cut costs on soil, I'm definitely, <laughs> definitely like to know that one. Yeah, those are heavy. So what I did too, Tim. I just added sand. Sorry, eagle sand and pea gravel. <laughs> yeah, I mean at this point, I'm uh, there's a lawn and uh, lawn a landscaping business up the street, and you can get a truckload of uh, dump truckload of uh, vegetable soil or topsoil for like uh, three hundred and fifty bucks or something. Eh? But the only problem with that is uh, come. Uh, you know, November, December, she's starting to freeze up here and it's fucking frozen through till March. You know what I mean? Here it is snowing still. So your nice pile of soil that you paid for is out there fucking frozen. You can't really do anything with it. So you're still limited, right? All a bunch inside, but uh, we're all fucking limited for space when you, you know, most of us are anyway. Yeah. That's the that's the cheapest way I found so far, and uh, so yeah, I don't know. And then you're hauling soil from well, around here. It's pretty good, New Brunswick, but uh, you know, you still don't know what's in it. You, you know, unless you get it tested, you're taking uh, you're taking the company's word for it, right? So <clears throat> what do you do? And then you haul in cheap soil from outside, which you're bringing other components of micro, microbiology and life forms that you don't want in your garden. You know, so you're fucked if you do and you're fucked if you don't. <laughs> kind of sort of in a way, yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. I, I was so me flower. I want to. I, I still want to drag you into this. Come on, then. How do you use your soil? Do you reuse it? Do you toss I have it out? To, at the moment, I'm kind of recycling it, but I'm only getting like to a third run with it because of perlite. Yeah. In the in the product that I'm starting off with in the first place, yeah, saying the like in a pro mix scenario, it's a biobiz, okay. yeah. So uh, say from the starter, I'm kind of working from there. It's gone into a living soil, yeah, with my own worm castings from my garden and things like that. But uh, yeah, it's it's tough with the perlite situation. Uh, one of the guys is is nearly here in Ireland, got himself set up so that he's going to supply the likes of me with soil. Because of the a lot of going and getting, say, compost from a second from somebody else, sometimes yeah. it's got like, you don't know what's in it, you're pulling plastics out of it, it's, you know what I mean, it smells like it's still got, you know, it's not broken down right, you know, so... Do you have a do you have a compost place that you actually go to to get a certain? Kind no, of I have my own compost. No, I have, no, I just in the last say two years have my own composting. That's the best way. So, yeah, and I'm using I chop down all my leaves down on top of everything from from early veg. It goes in on top, and it's lasagna layered and a little bit of straw. So I'm kind of doing that, but I still have the little to deal with the perlite problem. Which is, you know, it's hopefully in the next six months that'll be solved and uh, I won't have to use it. The perlite, it breaks down, yeah. Yeah, it just breaks down. And it is that little problem in, in, our, in our environment of that dust, that little fine, you know, when you clean your room down? Yeah, yeah. I find it. Yeah, so we're nearly there. In the next six months, hopefully, we'll have all, you know, we'll have eliminated all the problems, all the toxic problems away from. So, and using my own stuff from the last, say, two years as well, it's only now getting really, really good. You know, you know, having three composting piles. Yeah, yeah that's the best or, way to go. Way you can you know, transfer. And then feeding your worm bin. No, and and learning that thing of like what you kind of have as well out outside. You can't really bring it back in in a certain way. You, you're, it's all learning. Like, and these conversations are the more knowledge we can push around because we all were done that thing like the rice hole and jumped in and done planted all the tried to go into the no till and added up all I. Remember putting uh, clover down, three, four different types of clover. Wow. I just brought problem after problem after problem. You know what I mean? They just bring their own, their own problems to the table. So, you know, and it's so you kind of have to step back and go, okay, what's, you know, I have to, because we're all trying to get, the end goal is to get to the end of flower, you know? Yeah. So, and, and I need my medicine. I can't go out here like it's like like 400 starting off, you know, 
to to six hundred for for a zoo. You know, I can't afford that. I can't. I couldn't afford to for the amount I smoke. Who? No way. No. So, like, I have to kind of put things aside for a minute and go, okay, right, until I get my, until my friend has all his amendments sorted and he has gone through, like, he's three years in and he's getting it all tested and, you know what I mean, he wants, he doesn't want to just put a product onto the market and not have, you know. And the other thing, he was using stagnant moss and we had that discussion, you know, we, we you know, we live in the bogs. We don't want to, you know what I mean? We've seen the destruction here. It's like, oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. You know, you're talking 20 feet of soil gone for, oh, you know, uh, at least 100 kilometers in a circle around us, deep, you know. And they don't do anything like this. It's decimation of, you know, so they don't, you can't even go back in. It's like they bring it back down to rock, look, bedrock. You know? So so they're harvesting it and just taking it right down to bedrock. Yeah. Like every, like we supplied all the world with all their gardening supplies for the last 30 or odd years. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's only now the same crowd that robbed the bogs of all its peace. Now we're the ones coming back and saying, oh, we're going to be the new green and we're going to be the new hemp and we're going to have this alternative energy. We're going to put have the bugs growing back, you know. You know, so and they just got into the whole recycle that side of it, all the bins taking your your rubbish, you know what I mean? Your your compost, your brown bin, you know. So that's what I'm saying. They're the guys supplying back into the and they don't, like, a lot of people don't, they throw stuff into their recycling bins that they shouldn't, you know, right. they don't separate, you know, so you're getting meat stuff thrown into them, you know, not nice. And dog feces, and that's what I'm saying, if you're using cow dung from the farmer's field or collecting it, or going getting horse dung, you have to remember that they're treating their animals four or five, six times a year. For different, yeah, and they all build up in animals, and then that you're going to go and you're going to grow from that if it hasn't, you know, yeah. you know them heavy metals and toxic stuff that they put through their animals, you know, because they've got the little tag in the rear, and they need to take them boxes, or else the cow is not going to be going through the future. Antibiotics, you know? pharmaceuticals, all the everything, like you know, what I mean, and it's serious amount of stuff that they, especially with Europe fucking shit, you know, wow. the loopholes and the red tape and so, yeah, you just have to be like, you know what I mean, that's what I mean, if we can make our own feed, you know, but it takes two, three years to get to making your own soil and, and you're going to still need out to go out and source, outsource stuff, so, but the more that we can use from our own, I, I think, Feeding the, our own plant material back, everything back into the, is, you know, you're not wasting anything then really, I, I think. I think the plant will, if it drops, keeps dropping all its leaves naturally around that I've seen anyways. You know, it's a nutritional value that's superior, I think. It's the plant feeding itself. I, I think that's, I think that's in, in 
incredibly the way to go about it. The other day, I took three of the males that I had in one of my tents, and I blended them up into a juice, and pretty much like a, I don't know, like a pesto, let's say, yeah. you know. And then, and then I took that and I, I put it into uh, two gallons of RO water and and shook the crap out of it until it got all foamy. And then I fed them to uh, some of the plants that I thought needed extra love. <laughs> That's it. But there's nothing like you're you're using you're feeding all these really good nutrients to your plants. Your plants are showing that they're healthy. You're picking them leaves off. They're full of, you know, you know, So you you just lay them down, but chop them up a little bit. Help, you know what I mean? I have a I have a few worms. I don't actually put worms into my pots. Like they're in the castings, and I I see them. You know, I see the you know so. Good. Yeah, I don't have you any. Know, worms. They often walk out. Fine, yeah. yeah, they sometimes yeah they leave and want to venture. But it's like that. I think if you, I think that's a sign as well. If you're doing that, it's probably you, it's maybe an oversign, a little bit overwatering. Because if you want to get worms outside, what do you do? You, you water, imitate water. You know what I mean? Do a sprinkler, and the worms will come. Like it's like if you see the birds, they'll dance on the ground and imitate water to get the worms to come up. Yeah. Have you seen that? I never thought about that, but I've seen robins doing that shit. Yeah, they just sit there and do the worms. So, bottom feeding, I found, is the best thing I've got from Tenassi's garden in the last say, year and a half of just going feeding from the bottom tree and not really top. Maybe a light, you know, spray every now and again, a little. What do you mean by feeding? Are you talking just watering or like? Yeah, watering, watering from the bottom. Watering from the bottom. Yeah. Like your stuff does, Smiley. Yeah. It's a bottom feeder. Yeah. What is it you like about that, you know, Flower? I think uh, just elimination of gnats, really, that sort of giving them a, you know, not that they're, a, they're part of the cycle. Let's be real. They're just, they're there. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? If you're using organic material and bringing it in, or if you're getting secondhand worm castings from somebody else, you're guaranteed they're coming with gnats. You know, come on, or else, you know, in the worst place you can go is go to a grow shop and get anything. It's like, because everybody's been there with every problem. Yeah. And the grow shop, if you really study the grow shop, you usually have a tent over in the corner with some shitty little plant. And it's invested. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can tell. Like, you go in and you look, <laughs> you know, look up high. <laughs> they don't really clean webs or anything. So you can see like, you know. I don't want to. I don't want to. You, you feel like when you go there, you go like, I want to fucking burn my clothes when I come back. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and, and then you're kind of going like, I'm getting back into the care that I got into. So what am I doing? I'm fucking, you know, I'm terrified of going there because I've seen, yeah, you know, trips. Yeah, he showed me in the grocery shop what they were like on his plants. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. 
Oh, he thought it was great. Oh, <laughs> hey, look here. You want to see what's right there? Yeah, they're right yeah. there. Because I kind of pointed uh, out the things that we kind of put. Yeah, but look, listen. Yeah. But that's the I know thing. that's me out of the house every couple of weeks. I can't wait to go to the grocery how long, how long do they leave them pallets outside in the in their yard? You know what I mean? When they're getting deliveries of stuff. You know, in and you know, if you ever went and looked around the back, there's pallets stacked. They're not covered or anything. You know. Yeah. So like it, you can get the wrong, you know. Our birds love to pick them, don't they? You know, because oh, of yeah. the you know, they're attracted to that already because of, you know, the round uh, hay bales and silage bales that they have, especially here anyways. The, the crows have uh, learned how to pick holes to get the worms, and then the worms will just come out like, you know. They're clever or any, any, any little creature that's trapped inside the, the village here, you know. So everything is like, you know, you have to eliminate, eliminate as much problems. And uh, we really do go over top. But that's in a good way. You know what I mean? Because we're inside and you can't really afford them once you have a bad problem. Like I had a bit of a nap problem because I went to an Irish funeral and, and was like gone for four days. So I over, like I, I'd watered, say, the night before. And then found out that the person had died and decided in the morning, okay, what's the, I got water, don't I? So I overwatered and then I've been dealing, say, the last, you know, with all my yellow cards. But I'm, you know, I got, then it was like a problem with sourcing the yellow cards because of all this COVID and, COVID. and everything. You know, so you're trying to, that's more of a problem here is like uh, because of the Brexiting and because of COVID, trying to get stuff in from Europe and England is one of the biggest producer of all ours. You know what I mean? Most of indoor stuff comes from the UK. You know, they're the leaders on a lot of stuff. So you're on an you know, island. You go to get back, you know what I mean? It's a, you know, especially for me, for any organic, if I want to get my eco-tribe, you know what I mean? <clears throat> the pallets already are held up in customs, you know what I mean? So you have to find alternatives then, you know? So really trying to get and be self-sufficient is the way forward and being in control of what you put into your... So you know that you've put it in there and then you... As it is, it's like... You know, there's plants that don't like feed, so you were going to have them. How do you, you know what I mean? You're always going to have that one plant that's a figgity one in the corner, but you you know that she doesn't really, so you're going to have to make her soil specially up for her. You have this one over here, big heavy feeder. You have to do that one for her. You know, so we're, you know, how many, like, then if, you, if you're using autos, then you have to have another regimental soil. You can't be even if you want to be organic, you know, because they don't really need much. You know, so that's my two I've, I've never put that much thought into each one, each different kind of plant and how they feed. <laughs> I let but them that's it, that out. <laughs> 
in a way. That's kind of how I do it. So, Eagle, you're here. Right there. I was What's that? Okay. I was going to say, nah. I was, I was going to say, you probably got shit to do, man. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Because we but ran long. Appreciate you guys uh, popping on for this uh, Easter uh, wormhole. If you guys would like to pick up this conversation, everybody has an open invitation to pop on tonight, 2 o'clock, where the wormhole is guaranteed to be on again. We can pick this up and have some more fun. But unfortunately, yeah. the time warp has closed for tonight. <laughs> I appreciate it, Eagle. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Eagle. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, yeah. everybody. everybody Have a good one. Red pill. Red pill. Light him up, Tim. Good to see you again. Yeah. Good to see you, brother. Really good to see you, man. Later, chat. Flower. Good to hear from you. Johnny and you. Yes. I'm out of here. Eagle. Guys. Thank you very much. Red pill. Thanks, Peace out. Peace and love. Bing, bing, bing. Bye bye. Later, Eagle. Oh my God. Later. That was the last one, anyway. <laughs> I know, and it was almost like buckshot there for a minute, man. There was every which direction. Do, 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 do. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, much love, man. I appreciate you Thanks, so much. Yeah. All right, man. We'll talk to you later, man. Have a good night. Always man, what a great group of guys right there. That is no joke. Man, I had, did I have fucking papers right there the whole night? Hold on. Did I have fucking Good. I did not have fucking papers. Cut some all night long. Thank you, everybody, for popping in. Much respect to the panel. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, uh, Me All Flower. Thank you, Light Up Again, Tim. It was a super pleasure to see you tonight, man. Checking in. I have been a tiny bit worried about it. Not tiny, but I've been a lot worried about you. I haven't seen you in a minute, and I care about all you guys that I've met in the last year. It's been an awesome journey, and Tons of fun to hang out with you guys. What do I know? Me? I, I know ten. I tend to know quite a bit. Um, but anyways, time for the fun to end. I will see you guys tonight with the wormhole and opens up again. Two a.m. Uh, my time. I will be firing it back up to all those who want to pop back in. Those of you guys that are interested in coming on to the show, I am always looking for great guests. And I know there's a bunch in chat currently. That I have tons of respect for, for sure. You guys know who they are. Tone Goes Dank, man. That's a name I haven't seen in a minute. Hell yeah. Nice to see you. Hopefully you are doing well, my friend. Need to use that number, man. Get in at one of these wormholes. That'd be pretty cool. I was just saying, what? Tonight. Tonight with a Phenomenal Genetics. 
I've issued out that invitation to oh, well over 300 people. And by all means, 300 people do not use that invitation. It kind of hectic, though, if that were there. Holy shit, now that I think about it. But it is nice to see all you great faces, that's for sure. Yeah, try to find something we haven't heard a million times here. Jeez. It's just getting tougher and tougher to do. YouTube be killing me right now. Real tough. What they've got thrown up right now. Casimir, maybe. <laughs> All right, here we guys go. Here, as soon as we get some music after this commercial, skip ad, unmute, get press kids. Just go with the guys. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Sub cool. Miss you, brother. These House of Dank, Bumalaw 710, Scarecrow 420, Green Thumb Bomb, Christina MG 89, Unplugged 705, Medical McCulloch, Cuddy, Rick T, The Rebel, The Night T207, Baby and Selena, Dave's Not Here, Tom, Spook, Greg Walker, Mendel Dope, T Dog, Dung Beetle, Red Eye, Jedi, Crows, Mother Nature, Justin Conway, Duckweed, Run Boy 7426, Justin Good Earth, Strongman, Oki Grower 75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Mo Vision 420, Who's Your Cat Daddy, Taco Don, Slug, Rick S in the bushes, eight two seven. James Stephen, Kevin Tom, World's Last Hope, Pat's Fan four twenty, Biometric, Dirt Road Dude, Kenneth Sheba, Jose Perez, Red Eye Rustler, Gab Goblin, Doctor Balls Lightyear, Stone Seven Ten Canuck, Ken Queen, Genetic Stabby, Tanase, Fumador, Dirtman Day, Keith the Black Sales, Mister Brosilla, Sin Premium Gardens, Rasa Bob, Rasa Jeff. That is the EO crew. So, group small team, Tyler, Frosty Buds, North Michigan Micro, Ouija Buds, Michigan. That is gross. Dub T Roy, Big Jerry Gross, JC, Modern Genetics, SoCal Weedman, John, Last PPJ, Boy 15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Grows, T1 Productions, Thank Grower, DOA Grows. We miss you as well. Miss Nudie Grows, I grew some. Johnny Candace, Nutrient Shootouts, Naughty Nikki, Zoe and Slammer, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Booth, Clover 420, High Spy, Aldridge 25, Miss Madam T, Stu Wu, Mo Grower, The Kenneth Crat, Loki Grows, Sess, This Guy, Burton 79, 79, Polish Hammer, Midwest Outlaw, 31, Voodoo Altras, Fresno Nurse, Kelly Connections, Wolverine Grown, Big Jar Grows, Jimmy One for Life, Way Back Forever, D-Block, MMP, Nations Creations, Amber Lonic, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Sticky, Rob, Big Day, 420, Brent Window, Big Ed, 1961, Manawani, G3, The Green Click, JK, Triple G, Mr. Sprinkler, Brittany, and Tyler, Jesus, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, BT, Crazy for You, BG, WG, 420, Dr. Bodswell, from Dumb OG, Anthro, Cynthia, Anthro, 
Justin Bates, 420, Beast Coast, 420, Sir How, Trey Malone, Keep It Real, Hankerson, 420, Zed Zeppelin, on it everywhere, BT, Double D, Rose, Bingus, Green, Puffin Man, Alex, Boy, Control, Squawk, Chef, Light, School, Crop, those I love it, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest, Oki, Real, 100, 212, Andy Man, Miranda, Family Farmers, Page Farmers, Me All Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, Noob Chevot Wins, Kingdom Microphonics, Indra, Michigan Native, Mary Jane's Red Gardens, Dreamer, 77, Double D, Bad Bunny, Nutrients, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nugs, from 619 to 664, Spaniard, Kruger, Jones, and the Girl, Papa G Grows, Raz Amy, Drove Grows, Cast, the Girl from Your Heart Podcast, Lily, Luna, Green Med Talk, Jeremiah, Miranda, Miranda, Sony Creek, Lowe's, Lost Art, Mr. No One, LG420, The Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason Axel, P. Wynn, David Colby, Mason662, Scroggy Mix, Scroggerton, the four, Goddess Grows. Cheers to you in chat, hopefully still. Chen Brad Family Farms, Polly P. Fjord, Kevin Jodry, Mike Hancho, UDA, Green Tree Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Steensland, Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, Maine Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarge S, Clary Fresno, Happy Guy, and the Indoor Man, Gromy Homies, Hamilton Gross, Clip Smoke, Keystone, Candleflag, PA, Big High 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace Drew Hustle, Fred Darkalis, North Arizona, Beer Glow 420, No Sellout, Jesse White, Gosh Dang, Yeti, Introvert, Genetic, Soso J, Fixin' Robin, Killer 8, Mo, James Buttercream, C Dub from NorCal, The Pharmacy Seed Bank, The Dreadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Meyer, Morte, Matt, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dora, Antenna Seeds, Mike Rubles, The Drew Beer 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, So to Get Up, Stu Moon, Popco 719, Bake with Shake, Baby, Old Smoke, PWC, Grown Buds, Laura Wash, Mr. Weedblunt, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Honcho Grown, Florida Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Pungent Sound Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T, Chrissy Wannabe, Mr. Soul, Food Spectrum, Gone Guy, Lori Hansen, Real 2000. Years of tradition, Mister. What the fuck? I gotta pause it right in the middle of the song. D. Conley, Pim Jamming, Bodie Faye, Show Me Satisfies, Fuck Google and You. I'm going well. Canadian Resort, Porter Farm, Callroy, Zephner, Humble Farm, Tannery Farm, Seldom Seen, Old Park Gardens, Hell 9782, Skunky Palace, Marshall Artist 2012, Micro Hefner, Daniel McDizzle. Medically fit, KGB, Robert, Mr. Greenfingers, motherfucking Thomas, Grancho Coast of Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Champley, Bobby Lynn Meads, Trent Digger, Mr. Mac, Tony Lang, Bologna, Bill S. Weed Peace, Tater Delicious, Minty, Country Roots, Huron, Fire Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny Weed, Teeny 101, Buds and Hasters, Mr. Club 14, Bearded Bee Man, Farm 616, Snarl Up North, Max Room, Ruby, Timothy McKibbins. Excuse me. Neo, Justin Beans, Chronic 88, Fat Belly, Real Jennifer Steele, Cannabis 03, Turk Farmer, Shannon Stevens, Carlitos, Latina, Kinder Country, Mr. Speed, Will Steve, Firesaw, Wally, Rookie, The Goddess, Rose again, Ross and Bob, White Feathers, Burning Shrooms, Tone Grows, Dank, The K-Man Grows, excuse me, PX Gunner, Smith Dude, Canoe, Rose, Sean McCann, Jay McGunn, 
Jay Munts. Thank you, Jenda. Wawa Cannon Grove, Fall Dog, Huron Cannabis Council, Alyssa Parrish, Rock Fan, Justice Mink, 420 Bed, Presboro, Driving Herbs, High Boy, Your Mailman Grows, We Be Growing, Australian Grown, Love for the Plant, Argo, American Smart Poker, Unfrozen Caveman, Hawaii's Highest, Surf Craft, Michael Rue, Jeff Lowenfeld, Mobius Grows, Dank, Brownies, D&D, Elliot Arkins, Mystic Flavor, The Foraging Gardener, Overwater Overkill, Seattle Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green 514, Amelia Jensen, Oz Indica, Dr. MJ Coco, Brandon Ross, Matthew Gates, These Bags, Drone Star, Shotgun Willie, Dave Yoda, Jay Simmons, Sure World Gross, Clackamas, Crew, DJ Conley, ATG, Late 1978, Michigan Grown Buds, Your Boy Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas, Sports, One of the Sinky Colas, Dylan Stein for PFC Farms, Husky Garden, Sun Grown 707, JA Grove, for J420, Cascadian Growth, T Toads, McGee, Four Plants, A, Weedworks, Captain Scrog, Skunky Buds, Odds Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee, Live, Magaster Tempe, Annie Yen, D Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose, 11, Smiles 11, Bindu Buds, Michael Rossum, Groves, 311 Mix Up, Kinder Groves, Evergreen, G Friends, Treats, MMJ, Matt's Vault, Save, Matt S. Save Ball, Dragonfly B, Justin Mills, Travis Walls, Lucky Moe, Seattle Chronic Seeds, Kane Chronic, Titan Coast, Titan from Blust Coast Seeds, that is, Shango Gas, Babasso for Life, John Smith, Tommy Draco, Spoken King, Raz, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Collins, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Steelberg, Indoor 11, Stephanie B, Shark Pulley 989, Ron Braun, Southern Garden, Stoner Nation, Joe Y, Bugs 1, 313, Grower, Painted Lady, Frank Boo, Jay Myers, Mid, The Chat, Mr. Manny D, Bag C, Dr. DGC, Jeff, Shredder 911, Dutch Grows 420, Scallywag 420, Skill Bowl 1, Med Grower 1, Empire Breeding Growth, Rolling Lost Leaf, Liam Mass, Danny Dinko, B Bear 7, Ali Noble, CK, Tom Trinidad, Looney Justice, Smoke and Small Town, Tim S. Mr. Lazy, Raptor Grows, Rob, Automationalist, Freedom, Robert Hazleton, Thor, Michigan Core, Double Tap Farms, Mr. Green Thumb, 420, 808, Rooting Prospects, The Cannon Bus Driver, Hate and Life, Kenny 710, Operation Growth, TVN, TM, 426, or 696, Rooting 619, that's what I meant, Hammered Emails, Thank You Both, Dr. Scrambles, BB Moonrocks, GHF, Double J, Bio Green, Stealth Grower, Hanky Safety 420 OG KP, Ganja Nana, your mama, Georgia Joe, Roy Rodriguez, Be Growing, Nature Trust, Nugs, Killer, Be Grows, Ganja Wizard, Husky Guards, Nut Tree 420, Dr. E, Soul Life 420, Bully for Life, The Jeff Row 420, B698, The Dr. Franklin, Booty, Goddamn Bates, Test, Test, The Riffin Fat Boy, Jack Green, uh, 420, Boom Farms. Charlie's from 420, Aldridge 25. Another commercial. Two commercials on that side. Aldridge 25, Smiley's Garden, JD's, Misty's Nug, Smoke and Grove, Fraser, Roposki, Twisted Roots, Faded Farmer 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory Farms, Evolve 420, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, Ginger Snaps, DTE, Grose, Rick Wolf, DLP 2372, Mike, um, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, Sergeant Pepper 420, Ken Trooper, Blind Cat 420, Light Up Again, Tim, thank you again for popping in, man. I appreciate that more than you know. UKSFI 420. 
Booty Boy, Devin Chipwreck, Michael MJ, Budsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez, Date Man 420, Date Man Dan, Red Center Farms, Good Luck, Tony Bell, Cheetah B, Most Hated Growers, Major General 420, Army, American One, W, Digger 714, Torontes, Kenny Nice Mountain Skies, Ready, Hit That Hot Bar, Chris Mertz, Ian, Save Robbie, Sergeant Life, Apple Bay Camp, Finger Lakes Finest, Ridge Patch, Dozer Mood, Southern BT Grower, Choose Medical, Jerry Bear, Plus One Mushroom, Secret City Botaneers, My Little Tent, 2042, Spacewalker, Christian Tree T Barrington, Heart and Soul Homegrown, Mike B, T Dwayne, East Coast Will, Heidi Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, Elliptus, My Natural Farms, Pacific Northwest, Seeds, Ross, Kaya, Paul, Lemon, Oko, Trench, Rita's Juicy Life, Richard 420, Grant Manual, Mary Bond, 70 Sizzle, Nine Inch Colas, Chris Moe, DK Trades, Vision Creator, Guru, The Kind Brew, Canon Nation, Jay. Wob Wobby, Sean Bins, Rescue Ready, Roadside, Notorious Nugs, Magma Seed, Father and Son, Trimming Tutorial, Sub T, Dank, Jose Martinez, Perez, Doggo the Hut, 420, Buck, Chiba Man, GR420, Community Videos, Detroit Riverette, Louis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, Captain Father, Chad Bob 13, you've been missed. Main 420 bed grower, cooking scoop, Jay Kendricks in for the grill, cat backwoods all good, Scally Mansell, Adam Skankin, Chanel Simpsons, one smoke away, Ganja Roach, Kazoo, Aaron Burnage Rooms, Mr. Lincoln Stinking, Angel Studios, MG, that 420 grow tent, Paul D. Elliott, John Fleming, Dinkovich, Kimo F. Sky, Barbara Plow, Paul G. Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lely Organic. Sun Man, Chibas, or Chiba Sunny, Jeff Papalik, Ricardo Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Forest Farmer, Fuck All That, Be Misfit Grower, Jason Line 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Greenstone, Sony Baker, MD, Sony Creek, Russ Sonic, Fringe Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man Hermit Hash, Freebird, Bow Grower, Manigar, Simple Man, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Goth Coast, Chronic, Stink Fat, Caballero, Polito, I know I fucked that up. I'm so sorry. Harley Grower, Jen God, Jason Line 512, again for the Helmet, Steve Collins, Tom Kendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Law, The Island Haze. That's playing out it. Scoop and Steve Speaks, J.R. Randy K. Steve Collins, TCDR. Much respect to you, brother. Hopefully you'll check in again soon. Claire Killian, Warburger, Farmer, Randy Grande, Piff 1000, Ace Boom 3232. 3223, wake up, Captain Freedom B, Puffer Smiles, 15 digits, Michigan Ganja Move, Hash, French G, Super Bob, Broski 808, Weekend at Bernie's, K Bag, Justin Station, Strong Style, Zippy, Ivanic 31, Honesty, K Pill, Me All Flower, Front Food, Todd Kendricks, Newton Kendricks, or Kendricks Newton, that is, K and T, Chris D, True Serum, Folk Times Fold, Nanny Dread, Barbara Matthews. Ancient Soul Grown, Kevin Jiu-Jitsu, Can of Health and Happiness, Berserk 215, Glad, Loco, Low Cut, Abu Trembler, Mo Mini, Meds, Raz Benchy, Huge Anus, Ellen, James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, Big High Flyer, 420, Blops of Brush, Grow, Main Tree, Mother Mother Tree, Main, uh, Third Times the Charm, Red Pill, Your Boy, Rib, 
Your boy, Roy Boy, Ecstatic, Shannon, Gimmick, Drewheim, Rick W., comfortably numb, one smoke away, the 840, the 840 show, Richard Lamb, Brett Bill, 710, thank you for popping on again. Chemist Pursuit, K Rolling, K Rolling, Worthy Buzz, Logan Man 81, Oil and Flower Podcast, Buddha Blake, pop in. Entourage Effect, Warren Dixon, Pink Lady Luck, Elmano 420, surrounded by Keith Ferrari, Farms, Friends, Dwellers, Single Fathers, Happiness Without Guilt, Richard Forbes, Daniel Clementa. Hopefully, I'm getting that right, David. And then it actually said Daniel, so I didn't get that right at all. David Clementa. Hopefully, I got that some close right. Sorry. P4P Funk, Nick T, John Reese, Without Bob, Prince Patty, Daniel Bergman, Puffin, Green Puffin Man, B, Dungley. Hopefully, I'm getting that close now. James Chung, James Chung, Sarge Gross, 818, John Wayne, Carolina, Carolina Root, Sister Golden Hairs, Deanna, L. Dangarino, K, and F, Garden, Splank, 1030, Choose One, Only Feet, 10 Farmer, James, Crypto Dope, Richard Lamp, HIP Grower, Matt Javine, Dan Marino, Chronic Wonders, Sunrise Grow, Top Floor Genetics, Mulvish 420, K2 Cannabis, Jess Fisher, my dog Nelia, Rooster, Alex Hardy, thanks again for your episode. Richard, uh, that is, of course, Hardy Gear, Mitty Cropper, Daniel Gross Photos, Mitten Grown Meds, Sunrise Grows again, of course, my baby girls like me, Lexi, Brittany, Courtney, miss you girls, I love you, Brittany. And he spends some time with girl. No limits. Grumpy Toad, Mason, Alchemy, Kinemix, Soul, Born Addiction, Rajo, Alex D, Dirty or Catfish, High Power, Thunder Dan, Propagation Station, John McDaniels, Lisa Marie, Blaze Daily, Fried Piper, Perpetual, Eagle Proud Warrior. I'm sure that's a fucking. Come on. Sarah smiles for you. Frank Usada. The Dank Duchess, Kino, Kelly Maxwell, Captain 420. I'm looking forward to your episode. Stink Fat. What about Bob? Ill Jesser, Pop Rose, or Pop Shrooms, that is. John Gorski, John D again, Dugan, Gangsta, THC, Ford, PTSD, TD Barrington, Honcho Grove, Swamp Can. Oh, man. Oh, let's try this one. Helito Kenabinka, maybe? Question mark? Sorry? Best of because. Mr. Manny D. Cannon Ferrari. Bo 20 Abnormal. Franklin Guerrero. Bearfeet J. Brent. 74 CK. Brown Guy 420. Pachyderm 420. Vernon Tree Main EA. Gray Sun Grow 207. Hydro Daily. Hemp with GG. Episode coming soon. Jamie Reed, Supreme Grape, and I'm sorry to the others in chat tonight that I missed. You all count very much. And last but not least, I almost forgot we is we is 207. Tons of respect to all you guys. You guys know the deal. This is the end of your journey. Please get some rest. This is the beginning of your day slash journey. Make it an awesome one. <laughs> oh, thank you, GR. GMO.
still a couple bucks here. I'm taking it into account, though. This is your beginning of your day, making an awesome one. It is Monday, officially, officially Monday. That means make it a great week. It's just a great day. Please do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. I am a living, breathing example of that. So easy to do. Did you get a haircut? Shave that beard. No shirt. It looks good. You look beautiful today. Can I get that door? Need a buck? I don't need a buck. You want to eat a sesh? You want some nugs? Can I give an ear to you, brother? Do you need a hug? Ugh. Guys, know the deal. Please try. It goes a long way. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Please join me tonight, 2 a.m. my time, officially. For the official start of the wormhole, I will see you tonight. Love you guys.